Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff, really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail so that way you can say, does this apply to me and how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode. I'm your host, Joseph Ranke. I'm going to be Talking about something today that we talk about in webinars oftentimes about and workshops that we do about how it's difficult. Like oftentimes you guys want to go out and find information about finance or politics or whatever it is and how it's hard to find stuff, for example, on money and what you should be doing because the headlines out there and these publications that get put out there, um, especially from the big guys that those are the things that get put into our feeds all the time from Google and Facebook and whatever it is. These articles that they do is oftentimes just clickbait. They don't even care about the content. They either have an agenda that they're pushing through the content or they want you to click something else so they can get paid. Okay. And so even when you're trying to educate yourself, it's really hard to figure out who's right and who's not. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to be showing you an example that literally just came out today. Today's I'm recording this on January 13th. Major publication, one of the biggest in, in the country, Business Insider. Okay, I'm going to be showing you that example today. Before we do, um, as always, shameless plug, if you guys need help with your finances, we have rolled out our new technology for financial planning. Um, it is awesome. You can do everything on it from managing your budget to making sure you're following your investments in debt. We make it super easy, super affordable. Make sure you go to fitbucks.com and sign up and Start getting on top of your finances. So as I mentioned today, we're going to be going through what this article says. Okay, here's the headline. The big clickbait headline. Only 32 student loan borrowers have ever qualified for full debt forgiveness under income-driven repayment. Okay. First of all, that is absolute horseshit. And in anybody that knows anything about student loans that wants to be honest will tell you we're not going to see anything meaningful from this until probably 2030 through 2040. And I'm going to show you why. Okay. Now, I get pissed off and you'll probably hear me get heated in this because I, I see these types of shit like headlines all the time and they're so misleading and then of course we get on the phone with people and like well i don't want to do this with an income repayment plan because i saw this headline well it it's crap okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna pick on business insider today um because obviously they're trying to get people to click uh these groups that this person wrote this article for i mean they have an agenda but that's another topic for another day let's dig into this okay Income-driven repayment plans have become huge, okay? There's a ton of borrowers on them now, okay? something Last time I checked, which was a while ago, it was like 9 million people that are on them, okay? They've absolutely just exploded, and I'll, I'll walk through why that is, okay? But the reality is, let's just back into this, okay? 
There's five different versions. Revised pay-as-you-earn, pay-as-you-earn, income-based bar, uh, repayment for new bars, income-based repayment for old bars, and income-contingent repayment, ICR, okay? I'm going to go backwards on, on that. Let's start with revised pay-as-you-earn. On that, that is a 25-year program, 25 years, okay? That program, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it was rolled out around 2012. So that means the first person won't even qualify to get it forgiven until 2035, 2037 in that range, okay? Like, that, that's just right off the board. And that's one of the most popular plans out there right now. So most people on that, not going to even be able to qualify for at least another 15 years, <clears throat> okay? Second one, pay as you earn. Well, that's only 20 years. But that was rolled out around 2010. Well, that still puts you around 2030 before people start getting that thing forgiven. That's still eight, nine, ten years away. IBR for new borrowers, for those of you who don't know, is the same thing as pay as you earn. So I grouped those together. Okay, and those came out around 2009, 2010, because President Obama is the one that rolled those out. Okay. Now, here's another main thing. Okay, and I'll talk about actually, let me keep going down the list real fast and I'll go through into another topic. Okay. IBR, regular IBR for what's called old borrowers was also 25 years long. That was put out underneath the Bush administration, I believe in the early 2000s. So the soonest that that's going to be forgiven is around 2027, 2030-ish in that time period. And on those, very few people were on those plans at that time. And I'm going to explain why. Okay. Now, ICR, a lot of people don't know this, ICR was put out underneath President Clinton. And so it's been 25 years, basically as of this year. I believe the first one was rolled out in like 2017-ish, something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head. But right around right now is when people are going to start getting those things forgiven. Okay, great. So very few people have been even on this long enough. Okay. Next thing's net, like next thing, 10% is what you pay of adjusted gross income on these plans. That's underneath pay as you earn and revised pay as you earn, okay? When you look at old IBR, that one that was rolled out underneath President Bush, and on ICR, the one that was rolled out underneath President Clinton, it was 15%, okay? Now, also on top of that, student loans and the tuition rates did not really spike they started going up. They were pretty aggressively going up, but really underneath the Obama years when the federal government basically took over student loans is when you saw this massive spike in student loans right around the recession time period. Part of that, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and point fingers and blame games. That's a whole different podcast. Part of it's the recession where people go back to school. Part of it's the policies that the, that the administration put in, whatever it is. Okay, that's another podcast. The point is back in, in the late 90s and the early 2000s, Tuition and student loans were nowhere near the dollar amount that people are graduating with as of today as a percentage of their income. So like if you're making 70 grand, you didn't graduate with $150,000 in student loan debt in the year 2000. You might graduate with like 70. Why is that a big deal? Is because on these plans, 15% of your income went to paying off your loans. At 15% for most people, they would have the loans paid off before 25 years. So most people on this that were even on an income contingent repayment plan or old IBR, 
They're not getting it forgiven because they were paying so much the loans freaking paid off. Now they give this stat, 4.4 million people have been on this. Well, like I just said, most of them were on it and paid it off. That's why. Now here's the misleading part. Is 4.4 have been on it where they say over 20 years. Therefore, this program is not working. Well, the programs aren't 20 years long. They're 25 years long. That's why most of those 4.4 million have not gotten this thing forgiven. That is why all this stuff, the, the main headline and the bullet points are complete fabrications to push an agenda. It's a just a complete just manipulation of numbers and data to basically say, I want to push something. I'm going to use this, this number to push my agenda to what I want. And then what ends up happening? Everybody starts freaking out. Oh, I saw this headline. I'm on IDR. I'm not going to get this thing forgiven. The, the sky's falling. No, if you do exactly what you're supposed to be doing, yeah, you're not going to get your loans forgiven. And here's the other kicker, by the way. Okay. Those people that have been on this thing for 25 years, and they're not going to get forgiven. One of the th rules on these plans is you have to make on-time payments. You can't fall behind. Okay? That's one of the, the rules that Congress set. Okay? Now, what ends up happening? Why do I blame the quote-unquote borrower for this? Is that people lose jobs and all that type of stuff? I get that. Okay? I, I get all that. But these are based as a percentage of your income. So if you lost your job... And you couldn't pay. All you had to do was tell them my income's changed. And then your payment would be $0 a month. But people couldn't even do that. They just said, F it. I'll let it go into default. Okay. Or here's the other kicker. Okay. Again, these are 15% of your adjusted gross income. So, so for people making like twenty, thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars $35,000, the payments are basically like nothing. And I will tell you right now. If you can't pay 10 or 15% of your adjusted gross income on these towards your student loans, you have way other bigger problems going on with your personal finances because that is basically nothing compared to somebody's income. I mean, we have people that are making $70,000, $80,000 a year and their monthly payments are $400 a month. $400. That's it. It's like... You, if you can't afford that for your student loans that, uh, that are helping you make this much in income, then something else is wrong with your finances. Now, like I said, I get it. If you lost your job, okay, that's fine. These are income-based repayment plans. Okay? Now, if you're one of those types of people that, you know, it was like, hey, I had this emergency and I had to make the decision, should I pay this off or not? Well, your federal student loans have forbearance options. All you have to do is call them up and say, I want to go on forbearance. You can go on to forbearance for nine months at a time, three times. That's 27 months that you can forbear your loans. You should be able to, in over two years, if you have something happen, you should be able to figure it out. If you can't, like I said, that's you got something else going on in your life that something's wrong. Like, you got to figure it out. And if you can't do that in two years, and like I said, something's bigger is going on there. But 4.4 million bars is Business Insider. That's what they're trying to back on this. 32 people have gotten this forgiven out of 4.4 billion million on it. That is the most misleading horseshit to push your agenda. And 
just provoke fear. It's fear porn. I mean, that's the big buzzword, right? Fear porn, right? That's basically what that is. I don't have to give you guys examples of everything that's out there right now because it's surrounding us all day long, all this crap that's out there. But I wanted to give you guys this example because oftentimes you guys are hearing me say this. It's not your fault if you're in a financial situation that you're in because from an education standpoint, we don't hear any of this stuff. And then when you try to research it and try to figure it out, Google's going to push out these big institutions in front of you like Business Insider where they put this clickbait horseshit in their articles and that's what you're going to read and it's going to be like, holy cow, this thing, the sky's falling because, let's face it, fear is what sells. That's what gets people to click. All rosy reds and everything's great is not going to get people to click. So that's all they're there for is to get you to click. So that way you can click this little progressive ad that they put on here or sign up for their mailing list so they can send you in a drip campaign so they can monetize something. It's all horse shit, but that's what you have it today. As you can tell, this stuff really uh, pisses me off because this is the stuff that we have to deal with every day too because then we get calls on top of it saying, I read this article, like, you know, I'm on IDR. The sky's going to fall. I can't do this. What am I supposed to do? It's like... Calm down. You're going to be okay. Okay. But this is misleading shit. And this is why the student loan problem and that nine different options with extended, graduated, pay as you earn, why there's so many out there, it's because of this type of horse shit. They use these type of numbers to say these programs aren't working. And then they go in and they just constantly change them. They never give them a chance to work. Stop. Like it's all just a big joke. Anyways, that's the podcast of today. I'll stop right there before I keep going off on tangents because, like I said, this stuff pisses me off. Again, education, be careful what you read out there because a lot of it is bullshit. And I just wanted to jump on, do this podcast, so I could go show you guys an example of it. I hope you guys have a good day. Subscribe to the podcast. We'll talk to you soon.